Hello, and welcome to Searching for Service, a show designed to help current and future Rotarians find purpose through service. Our show's promise is a dedication to sharing stories, experiences, and opportunities for those searching for service, and how Rotary has been the organization to bring it together. The goal of the show is to grow the Rotary family by connecting through service projects. I'm Kelly Kirk, and with me is Joseph Kirk. Joseph Kirk. And to my right, I have Ed Merrick. To my left, Bruce Moreland. In front of me, Joseph Kirk. And Ed and Bruce are um, heads of Braver Angels. So, welcome. I'd say we're more ambassadors for Braver Angels within the community. But yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Well, we're happy to have you on board. And I'm very excited for our listeners to hear a little bit more about the two of you, um, how you head as ambassadors for Braver Angels and about Braver Angels as well. So we're very excited. Um, Let's go ahead and dive in. Let's do it. I think, guys, let's just outline really quick what Braver Angels is. Um, We're going to dive into that a little bit deeper into other segments, but uh, give us the the elevator pitch. Mm. Well, Braver Angels is a national grassroots nonprofit organization that seeks to depolarize American politics uh, by transforming attitudes uh, towards each other. And it's, it's really about respect. That's exactly right. And it's, it's a lot about being able to talk to each other. We often go into our meetings and our events and we say, we're not here to change minds, but we are to open hearts. And it's about being able to connect. That's good. And I I think that's a phrase that can actually be spoken through Rotarians as well. So, Indeed. Really great. (laughs) And actually, the way the district, our District 5960, got involved with this was my former club used to do community forums. And at one of our forums, we had Bill Doherty, who is one of the co-founders of Braver Angels, come in. He is a professor here at the University of Minnesota uh, in uh, family counseling. And so he came in and talked about Braver Angels, and we all got excited about it. But it was interesting because we had our four-way test banner up on the the, uh, speaker's platform, and he must have pointed to it about four or five times during his talk and kept saying, Rotary, this is in your DNA. What Braver Angels is about is right there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, which every Rotarian knows is the four-way test. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We do speak it every single day. We do, and for those that are listening that are not Rotarians, um, the four-way test is – are, are four phrases that we repeat um, that reinforce what we stand for, and they are, first, is, is it the, the truth? truth? <laughs> Second, is it fair, fair to, to all concerned? concerned? Third, will, will it build goodwill and, and better friendships? friendships? And fourth, will, will it be, be beneficial, beneficial to all concerned? concerned? Wow. So just, just to give everybody a little perspective of what we're talking about when we talk about the four-way test, yeah. and it is really a model <clears> for <throat> treating people and for treating ourselves. So thanks, thanks for uh, <laughs> playing thanks, thanks for playing along. That was great. I didn't even tee that up. <laughs> we all went in unison too. It was yeah. really cool. Well, we're, we're all so used to it. Right? We do it every week. Must have been in a meeting somewhere. <laughs> but Ed, Bruce, I mean, we'll get more into the organization um, in the next segment. But let's talk about how you guys met. Well, um, we met through Rotary. Actually, shocking, uh, shocking. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we were at a shared event, and it was the Arcad, or was it? 
Well, initially, yeah, your uh, the Northfield Club had put together ro- the Rotary Climate <laughs> Action Team, and they rolled that out in 2018. Right. I was the, serving as the district governor nominee at that time, so I showed up at the meeting to learn about it. Briefly met Bruce along with the rest of the team, and then uh, we jumped into hosting um, Braver Angels workshops around the district, and the Rotary Clubs would initiate these and get them going, and kind of be the sponsor of it. Um, and so I showed up down in Rochester because they were going to do a, uh, a uh, training when Bill Doherty was going to be there. Bruce showed up and went through the training, and the two of us kind of connected there. Fast forward about a month or two, and I'm back in Northfield at his club doing a presentation on a district-wide uh, initiative we had going. And Bruce mentions to me, he says, oh, you know, I'm going to be going over to the Lesur Rotary Club to do a presentation on, on Braver Angels. I said, great, let me know when you're going to do that, and I'll show up and kind of sit in the audience and cheer you on. About two weeks later, I get an uh, email that I'm CC'd on from Bruce to Braver Angels asking for the slide deck that's set up for Rotary Clubs. (laughs) And in it, he said, well, you know, send me that slide deck because Ed Merrick and I are going to be doing a presentation together down in Lesur. And I'm going, time out, Bruce. I never agreed to that. And he said, well, Braver Angels always has a red and a blue together, a liberal and a conservative together, you know, in power, uh, you know, managing things and facilitating things. Because we want to keep it shared and, you know, even balance of powers, so to speak, and just moving forward. And I said, well, you got me there. And I think we've done, I don't know, 20, 25 of these things. At least. we've That's we've so been cool. We've been to clubs all over the, uh, the world, in fact. Well, not world, but at least the U.S. Because we do them with Zoom meetings. And, again, we always... Every time I present, I've got a couple of other people I team up with because, frankly, I'm kind of a rare breed being a conservative, Um, (laughs) which is one of the reasons I was in Rochester because I had already done something in the Northfield Club, and they asked me to come down to Rochester to be part of it again. So, But in in any case, we... uh, we hit it off, and I think it's it's been a, a great partnership. And we model, as Rotarians always do, they model what they believe. And one of the things we believe is that we have to both be in the room. We have to have a red and we have to have a blue. It's not enough to just be one or the other. Yeah, that was, so that was the first thing that I thought of meeting both of you is, like, you have different perspectives on life. Like, you seem very cohesive and yeah. having an understanding of how you communicate, what you believe, um, he, definitely hearing one another and listening, yep. I, I find is probably the biggest thing in the very short time that we've known you guys. So When Bill Doherty first presented to the at our community forum, he pointed out that both liberals and conservatives, they all, we all want the same thing. We just have a different way of getting there. And so it's mm-hmm. a matter of looking for the commonalities. You know, what's the ultimate goal? Where do we want to end up? And then... <clears throat> there used to be a thing years ago in politics called uh, compromise. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I heard they, there, there was such thing as compromise in marriage, too. <laughs> yeah. It's very important there as well. Yep. <laughs> Not the first time I heard it today. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, the, uh, Ed and I have been uh, spokespersons, and actually Ed is trained now. He's a, an, an ambassador, so he's formally trained. I'm informally trained, but I was literally, like Ed, we were both at the ground floor when Braver— we both were part of it back when it was still Better Angels. And that, oh, okay. and that phrase, Better Angels, comes from Lincoln's inaugural speech, mm-hmm. that we have to find the better angels of our nature. Hmm. And— uh, 
they ran into a, a, a issues and decided that braver, better captured what they were really about. Because if you have ever stood up in an echo chamber and been the outspoken person on an issue that's not following the tr the rest of the room, but you have a passion about that issue, and, and for me, one of them was climate change. Uh, when you stand up, you're going to get bows and arrows slung at you. And mm -hmm. that's why it's better to be a braver angel, no doubt. Yep. That's so cool. Um, I I love hearing how you guys met. And we were we actually had a discussion about this prior to us starting. But you mentioned the um, just basically going, Ed, <laughs> you're going to do this. And we have found that to be the case in Rotary, um, where you get nominated, such as this podcast. <laughs> you got to be careful what what you utter into the universe in, in Rotary. We are people of action for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we have just a few minutes left. Maybe we have one more quick thing that we can chat about before. Thoughts, Joseph? Share your favorite thing about each other. <laughs> this is going to seem really strange, I suppose, but Ed is, is, is spiritual in a way that I can identify with. And his relationship, he, he when we first met, he sent me some literature about trees and how they operate and things like Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And that just struck me as being really cool to have mm. somebody that... And remember, I'm the I'm conservative, so that's not necessarily my bailiwick. But <laughs> <laughs> it worked. And I and yeah. I found every time we get together, and we get together socially once in a while, not often enough yet, but I'm working on it. Uh, and it's always exciting to hear what he has to say. Just, awesome. a, just a few seconds, Ed. What's your favorite thing about Bruce? Sharing my spirituality with Bruce. <laughs> it's a willing audience for once, you know. That's, that's wonderful. I love it. So in our next section, we're, we're just going to tee up real quick. We're going to hear a little bit more. Actually, more, much more deeper dive into Braver Angels. Very excited for you guys to um, step into that and share more with our listeners. So, But in the meantime, and as a reminder... You are listening to Searching for Service, brought to you by District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. We're excited to have you back after the break. Bye. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by District 5950 and 5960. Before I reintroduce myself, as a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platform. We love reviews. Five-star reviews, not just <laughs> reviews. Five-star <laughs> reviews. I'm Kelly Kirk, and with me... Joseph Kirk. And as just a quick reintroduction, we have special guests Ed Merrick and Bruce Moreland of Braver Angels with us. Um, this section, we are going to dive deep into <clears throat> Braver Angels. And I'm very excited because um, as a newer Rotarian, I am, I'm getting very much introduced to all of these different platforms within the Rotary. And um, I did do a little bit of read up and then had Joe share some information about, about Braver Angels with me. Um, but as somebody who is not so much into politics, um, I see both sides. 
I am I'm very curious what sparked the need for Braver Angels. Well, uh, we both have told this story a dozen times, 25 times probably, 100 times. And it, it really was personal for me. In 2016, I was chair of the Republican Party in Rice County. And you might remember the 2016 election was a rather startling event for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it was so startling that people said, what just happened? And, and the answer was, in New York, it was shock and dismay. And in, in Ohio, it was, uh, you know, hope and change. And two, two friends got together from those two locations and said, we got to figure out what to do. And they just happened, they knew Bill Doherty, who was at the University of Minnesota in family counseling. And they organized an event to have 10 uh, Trump supporters and 10 Clinton supporters get together in a room, neutral territory, with the guidance of family counselor type thinking to guide them through a discussion. And that was one of the first meetings, and they filmed, they've got a nice film that talks about it and everything. Mm-hmm. Then in 2017, my club got involved. And that was the first time, I think, was when Bill Doherty was still just toying around with all of this. And uh, we, we got involved at that point, and he, he put on a workshop. And it was immediately apparent that one of the problems which, they, which we have, Brave Angels has, uh, there were like three conservatives in the room. It was not as balanced as the original pro- pilot. And so that's one of the reasons I stay with Braver Angels, because I feel that I need to be in there to be heard. Why do you think that is? <clears throat> Why do you think the representation is so lopsided? Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious. It actually surprised me when you shared that. Well, it, it was – I'm going to just real quick continue on that thought. It was lopsided at, at first because they were kind of drafting people in to, from – that were interested in the idea of the mm-hmm. conversation. And the leadership levels in Braver Angels, they're very careful to make sure that they have a balance, red and blue. And there are a couple of events that they have that are deliberately balanced. And if there's not a balance, you get to be a fly on the wall, but you can't, you can't be part of the conversation. And that is empowering to the minority, which is the Reds in this case, uh, to know that we're not outnumbered. Mm-hmm. And anyway, Ed, uh, you've got... Yeah, I think, you know, bringing everybody together and, and talking and, and, you know, that kumbaya sort of thing is, is, I think, more on the liberal side of things. And so conservatives aren't, don't warm up to it as much. And I think that's part of the, part of the challenge. Hmm. One of our board members in Braver Angels is Jonathan Haidt, and he wrote the book The Righteous Mind, and he also wrote a book called Coddling of the American or of the American Mind. So he's a bit he, he he tells his personal journey from being a diehard liberal, writing a, he was his, the Righteous Mind was supposed to be a tutorial for how liberals could fight back against the conservatives, and by the time he got through. He realized he was more conservative than he thought. (laughs) (laughs) And that is characteristic, I have to tell you, of almost everybody that I talk to is they start very liberal. And then as they get to know me and other conservatives, they suddenly realize, boy, we have a lot in common Mm -hmm. if we just will do something like the Braver Angels thing. And so we'll we'll get into it later and what some of the programs are. But that was kind of the founding. And as I said, I think um, it was better angels because of the Lincoln speech, and yes. now it's braver angels, and we'll talk more about that, too. Yep. And uh, with our club, we were doing those community forums and brought in Bill Doherty to kind of 
uh, share that. And it was, it was pretty interesting because he pointed to the four-way test, as we talked about, um, just saying this is in your DNA. And at the district level, then we, uh, uh, we went on to the ethics team to kind of lead the charge, and we had a training one uh, in October of 2018, one evening where we had... Um, in New Richmond, Wisconsin, we've got about 10 clubs over in, in Wisconsin. Uh, in Roseville and then down in Northfield, we had a training going on. We, we trained um, over 100 Rotarians that evening in the skill sets for uh, bridging the divide. And you'd mentioned that there was a specific issue that kind of ignited the need to bring in the, the better angels. It, it was the uh, environmental action, correct? Right. I was, uh, as I mentioned, I was uh, a conservative in Citizens Climate Lobby, which mm -hmm. is a national organization of people dedicated to working on climate change. And as a conservative, I was chairing at that time the Conservative Caucus. And for the same reasons that we've talked about, Citizens Climate Lobby has a real imbalance in their, their voice within. And uh, so the conservatives have been taught by people like me, if I can say so, uh, mm -hmm. to stand up and shout more <laughs> and be heard in a polite way. And that's yeah. one of the things that, why CCL, uh, I mean, why I thought Braver Angels was such a cool thing, because they were also working on politeness. They weren't working on winning debates. They were working on learning. Mm -hmm. And be, uh, my, my co-chair of the Braver Angel Action Team in CCL loves to say she's curious, and she wants to talk to other people who are curious. And that sense of curiosity is critical. But what happened in 20, what you were talking about, in 2019, you might remember the April issue of the Rotarian, the cover story was climate change. And that generated more letters to the editor than any other issue. And they were still getting letters to the editor about it months later. <laughs> I mean, it just really revealed a, 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 a tiny crack, you know, and it's so different. Remember what happened with polio? There was a Rotarian that said, this is something we can do something about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, all the Rotary clubs were getting on board and understanding, and, and polio became one of our causes. Yeah. And it just kind of propagated through. Well, climate change is doing the same thing through the RCATs, uh, Rotary Climate Action Teams. But it's always revealing when you realize that not everybody in the room is on the same page. Right. And that's where Braver Angels skills training and heart-opening events can be really critical to keep the team together because you got half the team wants to go down the center of the field to do the kicking, and the other half the team wants to go down the sidelines yep. to make the touchdowns, and you as the coach have to keep those two teams from fighting each other. Well, that's a perfect segue into, you know, how does the approach work? You know, it's a it's a family counseling background. So I love that. First of all, is that yeah. you know they treat it's like, come on, kids, we got to play nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, the goal. Listen to Billy. <laughs> the goal with Braver Angels is in these conversations is we're not trying to change the other person's mind mm -hmm. and get them to believe in our side of the story or our our viewpoint, but it's to understand their side. It's to understand them and their you know where they're coming from. So, you know, if we're going to talk about, you know, Second Amendment and gun control and that sort of stuff, I might ask Bruce, well, you know, instead of my hackles getting up and attacking him, you know, you just want everyone to have guns. 
where you know, start to understand where that comes from. Where's your interest in guns? Where did it start? You know, as a kid, I was used to hunt or you know whatever. And, mm. <laughs> you know, but just to understand that versus attacking right away. I was going to say it has to like most of the topics have to I guess stem from a personal. Yep. standpoint right that's what i like the first thought that came to mind when you were stating that is like it has to start with the personal thing well and there's a great i don't know if you've ever seen the show ted lasso there's a great scene there's a dart scene where he talks about how um people judged him his entire life versus were curious about him yes. and that, oh that's gosh. exactly what i just thought of when you were talking about uh-huh. um what Braver Angels does is it creates curiosity instead of judgment. And when when you're in a place of curiosity, it's extremely difficult to be adversarial. Yes. Now you can you can be you could have whole different perspectives and you know be emotional about it, but it's hard to project and villainize the other side when you're curious. So I I love I love the approach. I think it's I, I was I was immediately drawn to the messaging and like this one really resonated with me like it's fun when we get to kind of meet with everybody and some of the subjects resonate with you more than others and this one was like wow (laughs) and we need it (laughs) i might be saying this phrase wrong but curiosity in this case does not kill the kitten did I say it right? Cat, kitten, <laughs> the whatever. cat, kitten, whatever. Okay, so we are. We'll come back here in our next section, and we'll we'll pick back up where we left off. But as a reminder, you're listening to Searching for Service, brought to you by District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk, and I'm Joseph Kirk. See you on the other side. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. Thanks, Bruce, for the I know. little shout out on the Rotary <laughs> District. Like, yeah, you made It's not the Hunger Games out there. I know. This is not the Hunger Games. Um, yes, and as a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms. We love... Five-star reviews. Five-star reviews. And I like brownies. If you're tuning in for the first time, we have with us of Braver Angels, Ed Merrick and Bruce Moreland. And um, we wrapped up just talking about Braver Angels and um, diving into it. And so I think it's important for our listeners to hear a little bit more about the programs, the skills that... Like for you, Ed, you went through this ambassador program. Right. And so why don't we have you share what that means and how our listeners could possibly get involved if this is something that they're just incredibly passionate about? Sure. The uh, well, the ambassador program is one in which you're trained to kind of, you know, be the uh, evangelical out there and, and preaching the word of Braver Angels, how it works and how to get involved. Uh, and there's different ways of getting involved. Um, the skills training it, it started out with that's what they were doing in the beginning was just training. Um, for example, there was a skills for bridging the divide was kind of the beginning of it. How to talk to a conservative from from a liberal standpoint and have a meaningful conversation rather than you know batting heads. Um, and those skills sets, those skill workshops 
have morphed and changed, and they've added additional things. So today in the program, they, they have three kind of levels. One is Grow Bravely, which is where you're working on yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's getting those kinds of skills for bridging the divide, being able to talk to somebody uh, you know, from the other uh, political side. An important one is depolarizing within. So when you're own, in, with your own group, you know, your own little echo chamber, so to speak, um, it's how to, you know, stand up and just kind of tone down the rhetoric as everyone's saying, oh, those so-and-sos are, you know, they're <laughs> terrible. No, they're not terrible. They just have a different point of view and just trying to depolarize mm-hmm. that whole thing. There's another workshop that's very popular. <laughs> I'm chuckling because we're in the midst of the holiday season. But it's very popular around the holiday season because it's about families and politics skills. <laughs> you know, I think everybody that's listening to this went, huh. Yeah, I know. Is that a good Christmas gift? I think it's a good Christmas <laughs> gift. <laughs> when Uncle Joe stand, stand, you know, steps up at the Thanksgiving table and starts going, it's a way to diffuse that. So you come away with a, you know, a good holiday uh, for a change. Um, there's conversations about race, common ground, how to find the common ground, you know, which is central to the, the thing. Uh, skills for social media workshops. Being read in a blue environment, as we were talking a little bit about earlier, you know, Bruce is kind of a a rare breed within Braver Angels. You're a pilgrim in an unholy land. (laughs) 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 But but that's the grow bravely. So that's working on yourself. Then from there, you move on to the pair up bravely, where you have one-on-one conversations with somebody from the other side, where they they match you up and they're unstructured, you know, uh, unmoderated. It's just the two of you talking and and off you go. But I would remind, they are not unstructured completely. They are, there's a, it's not like going to a coffee shop and let's talk. It's let's go to the counselor and let's talk with the counselor kind of providing guidance, except this is checklist. I mean, it's just a, yeah. first you're going to spend five minutes talking about this and then 10 minutes talking about this. And then you're going to maybe if you're, you know, you get to the icing on the cake, which is where you get to talk about an issue. But huh. it's so it's not unstructured, but it's Can you not, give an example of like what you would yeah. discuss? Like, do you discuss like where you're from? Where you're from, how you grew up. You'll find that uh, if you say that I grew up, my, I went to the farm every weekend like I did. Uh, I have a different mentality mm-hmm. about a lot of things than somebody who grew up and on the weekend they went to the Central Park in New York. And that, sure. was, that was as close as they got to nature. I, sure. I, I had a friend who told me that that used to be a farm field. Now every tree in Central Park was planted by humans. <laughs> I said, okay, great. But that does – I mean we know that in addition to – we'll get to this some more I'm sure. Oh, it's coming up next. After we do the red-blue pairs, and those are really fun uh, one-on-one because you're structured and you can go in and it's safe. And you get to be friends. I'm still playing chess with one of the guys that I met through that program. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have rural-urban pairs because there's a huge rural-urban divide. And I was just talking to a, a former conservative who's gone over to the dark side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. But she was there when the Minnesota uh, – Senate and House went from being mostly farmers who kept looking at the clock and the calendar because they had work to do and turned over to being mostly lawyers who thought the clock was how you build for things. Mm-hmm. So they, 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 she, she could feel the change in the way the members of the House and Senate felt about things as it changed from being mostly rural to mostly urban. And so there's a rural-urban pairing that we do. Well, and we're one of the like almost best examples of stark – 
difference between our <clears throat> our rural environments and our city environments. It's pretty mm. fascinating. Like I got to see it first firsthand during COVID. For example, like I'm a realtor and I'm all over the place and you'd drive 30 minutes out of town and it would be a different world. You're like, different. where am I? Very much so. And, and experiencing that different world through somebody else's mind and heart and is very valuable. The yeah. Native Americans have been credited with saying, walk a mile in my moccasins or in their moccasins before you criticize yeah. them. Yeah. But it's an old understanding that until you know what they're thinking about, it's not fair. And I'm going to hit on something else you said. Our political parties used religious terminology, evil, satanic. I mean, just anything they can to describe, particularly the evil. <clears throat> and that is not how you reach, you know, uh, any kind of cooperative solutions. So, fascinating. so you know, and I'm reminded with, with the native is a lot of the work is circle in the circle. Mm -hmm. And so I'll hold up my hand and Bruce will start to tell me about the four fingers he's seeing and the fingernails, and from my perspective, I'll say, I don't know what you're talking about, because mm -hmm. from my perspective, there are no fingernails, and the two of you, 90 degrees off from us, are going, what fingers, what thumb, what, what are, are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. Exactly. But until we get everyone's perspective around the table, we don't really know what we're dealing with. That's a great, that's a great way to, really to approach that. We, so we have, I just want to chime in real quick because I think this is important to note. We've had a lot of dialogue and I can't remember if it was on air or off air, but I'd, I mean, you mentioned talking about the personal component, like asking people, getting curious, right? And it sounds like yeah. there's this, a lot of this, you know, back and forth is you get curious about people and you find out what their personal narratives are mm -hmm. behind the decision-making, behind the, you know, quote-unquote conflict that they might have right. with the opposite party, if you will. Yeah. And it's fascinating. It's, it's those guided conversations mm -hmm. that really help. Um, we also have conversations about race, ethnicity, and culture, so we're looking for other division points and conversations across generations. Um, That's a big one. It's yeah. really fun to talk to a young Asian woman that I have talked with whose parents are complete conservatives, and she can't understand it. It's mm -hmm. And, in fact, Monica Guzman, who's Hispanic, I believe, uh, says the same thing, too. Her folks are conservative. And she's not as much. And it's that. So across generations is, again, yeah. and I grew up paying close attention to what my father was doing because he was a Depression era. So he couldn't throw away anything without taking all the nuts and bolts out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who got to take the nuts and bolts out of it? <laughs> but. So funny. So how can we find these workshops? Like for our listeners, where do we find find the workshops if they want to get involved, if they're curious about, um, you know, reaching out to Braver Angels for themselves or for a group that they're part of? Braverangels.org. It's all there on the website. Yep. All Not one just word. a clever name. It's <laughs> and, and we always do make sure to drop this information into the show notes for um, our, our listeners. Yep. So we'll make sure that that is... Um, plopped in there for everybody, but again, that's braverangels.org. And that's the, the the national website, but from there you can get down to the local one for Minnesota, and okay. they'll have more information what's available here locally. Yep. Really quick, one last question, and this is both of your opinions, is, you know, what's the most important finding from the program, in your opinion, 
So, you know, what's what's come out of the program that is most powerful for you personally? You can, whether you want to uh, comment Better Angels as a whole or just yourself personally. I think the thing that struck me, Bill, from the, from the very first workshop they did, Bill uh, Doherty shared this, they had a conservative Christian and a liberal Muslim paired up together with the Hillary and the Clinton, you know, or mm-hmm. Hillary and the uh, Trump group. And out of this, the two of them have become the best of buddies. They go to mosque together. They go to church together. They have each other over, and they're still doing it. Bruce met them. I met them at the at the second national convention down in St. Louis, and it was really fun uh, to watch them interact with everybody else because the room was full of some pretty diehard blues and diehard reds. So, so just commonality and, and finding all of the, the common and how we are so much more shared than we are divided. Love that so much. And that's just one little perspective right there. So thank you for sharing that. As a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. We'll see you for the last segment. Welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. And as a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms. What do we love, Joe? Five-star reviews. <laughs> I, can, I can see Ed out of the corner of my eye. He's like, five, 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 five. Five-star reviews. <laughs> well, that Ed's means gonna, you're Ed's dropping gonna write it, right? one. You're dropping five-star <laughs> reviews. We got two this. great five-star reviews sitting in this room right now. I know. <laughs> they're going to, after this episode airs, they're going to be going on, and they're going to five-star review their own. So I <laughs> love it. All right, so our favorite section. Um, we had a little bit of a dialogue before leading into going on air. And I, I think what we love to do with our guests is visioneer, meaning, like, how do you envision braver angels for the future, tying it in with rotary? Um, because it's it's hard when you are a Rotarian to not think about things that are happening both right here in the moment, but in the future as well. So I, I can't imagine that you haven't thought at least a step ahead, maybe a year, maybe three years. So let's talk through that. And no one will hold you to these things. They're <laughs> untethered and they are aspirational. Well, I'd like to, I'll start off by telling a personal story. Um, I'm a retired Air Force officer who twice took the oath to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And I take that oath seriously. Nothing nothing has released me from that obligation. And when I ran into Braver Angels, and as I've learned more about how our politics are working, remember I'm a mathematician, so I look Mm -hmm. at math models. And the more I look at that, the more I realize that I cannot fulfill that oath in either political party right now. And I have to find common ground, and Braver Angels provides me that mm. home for that work. Is that frustrating to you or empowering to you? It's empowering that I have friends that are willing to follow me into the field <laughs> and are willing to lead me the out fire. of the di- lead me out of the ditches. <laughs> you know the saying: uh, the first one through the wall usually gets a little bloody. So, yeah. <laughs> thanks for getting bloody for all of us. I appreciate it. So, following up on that, then my vision is that Rotary clubs, which are filled with people who are doers mm-hmm. will see that the this is a crisis and that the braver angels model will help save us 
and in a way that uh, requires some bridging, some reds and blues working together, and it's a lot easier to find those kinds of behaviors out of Rotarians. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you think of Rotary and what we're about, it's really about peace building and making a better world. You know, mm-hmm. and that's <laughs> long go, short go, whatever. Um, you take the, the the foundation. I know you had a program on the foundation not long ago. And so we have seven focus areas on the foundation. Six of those focus areas really feed into the last one, which is peace building and conflict resolution. We're not going to have that without the rest of it. The other thing I'll put a plug into, and it would be a great podcast for you down the line, is on... (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) It's already going to happen. It's already happening. It's already... (laughs) Is is the Rotary Positive Peace Academy, which you can get through the Rotary uh, online. So about 20... um, 2012 or so, an organization out in Australia got interested in what is peace? You know, how do you define peace? Uh, The Institute for Economics and Peace is the name of the organization. And they put metrics to it to be able to measure peace. So there's 25, 23 rather, excuse me, 23 factors that determine how peaceful a country is. And when you look at that, and they built that into like eight pillars of peace, and when you look at those pillars, they feed right into the, our, our focus group. So what Rotary is doing with our grants and the work we're doing out there is supporting peace throughout the world. Hmm. And Braver Angels is really just another arrow in our quiver as Rotarians yeah. working towards that, where you know we're getting the skill sets to be able to have conversations across divides, all sorts of divides. Well, and it's interesting. Like I think what's hit me the most about Braver Angels has been, you know, we've we've had uh, both of the um, polio chairs on and we talked mm-hmm. about like what's going to happen after polio is eradicated because it's going to happen. Yeah. It, I can't help but think that this is probably the most important thing that we can solve worldwide. Forget about na- nationwide. Worldwide is to create a model and understanding because how do you how do you eradicate or how do you uh, approach climate change if you can't get on the same page as each other? Like how do you do anything if you can't create common language understanding and you know, I loved, Bruce, how you talked about it's a crisis because it is a crisis. I mean, look mm-hmm. at what it's doing to families. Look at what it's doing to communities, nations. Like we're seeing it play out yeah. on every single <clears throat> level. And it's truly that we don't listen to each other anymore. We're all full of ego, not vision. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm excited. Like I can't help but just be blown away by this organization. And I'm really excited to help support it in the future. And um, I'm, I'm, I don't know about anybody else out there, but I'm definitely going to be signing up and figuring <laughs> out how I can be part of this. So. so something I wanted to just chime in on is as an individual who, uh, um, my husband, we have, we were having a little bit of conversation prior to, um, having this sit down with you guys. And I was saying, you know, I've always come from a neutral, you know, a neutral spot. And he's like, no, you haven't. No, you were, you know, from the day that you were born up until now, there's things that influence you. And I, you know, I sat back and carefully thought about that. And uh, darn it, he's right. <laughs> wait, wait. But, Can we get that? Make sure we recorded that soundbite. <laughs> and send that to my where, phone. <laughs> where I'm going with this, though, is maybe the better way to, to say this is I am, I am highly interested in this. But as somebody who has turned the other way, 
whenever politics come up, I'm like, nope, I just, I can't. I just can't. I, I see it from this perspective. I see it from this perspective. And it's so frustrating at times. So for somebody like me who has continued to do that for, you know, the better half of my life <laughs> is like, how do I dive into something like Braver Angels? And I am I am convinced that there are other individuals who are listening to this that feel the same way that I do. Oh, for sure. I want to say something real quick. The first thing to realize is that you have to, it's like anything else you have to want to. You have to recognize that sure. it's on you first as the individual to realize that this is something that is not going to be solved unless you're involved in the solution. So we mm -hmm. are part of the solution and Rotarians are the obvious source of people who can do that work. Fair. And jumping into the skills, some of the skills classes, I think will help you, you know, define that. And I think one of the problems in in the world is that we don't want to talk about politics we don't want to discuss religion because yeah. it the those are the thing you know how i got involved and in, in got hooked how i got hooked as a rotarian um when i first joined the shakopee club there was a woman who had joined about two weeks before i did she and her husband had just come back from the peace corps they uh, on a bet at the 50 years of old, uh, 50 years of age, they gave up their sold their business, joined the Peace Corps, went down to Jamaica. She was working with a group of women down there sewing dolls for the tourist trade, and came out of there just totally frustrated because, you know, with a little bit of money, these women could get other skills, other equipment, get a real business in making clothing for the local population mm -hmm. rather than the sure. cottage industry. Um, and the Shakopee Club said, well, what would it take? She said, $5,000. Well, she made it happen. I thought, how cool is this? She went back to Jamaica and actually got this thing started for these women. They had their mm. own business. No government, no politics, no religion, none of the things in there to divide us. Just focusing in on our common humanity and making a difference. That's what hooked me on Rotary. Hmm. And Rotarians, as we talked about earlier, are the ones that run to the alarms. But Braver Angels can give you some buckets of water to take to that fire. <laughs> I like I, that. I do like that. <laughs> um, so we have, I, we have flown through this, and I wish that we had more time, but... Um, the, the, there needs to be a part two. <laughs> there really does, yes. Um, upcoming events for our listeners to know about. I feel like that's probably the best way for us to wrap this, and um, I, I want to just state... Thank you very much. Like, yeah, this was, so this was much. phenomenal. And I do wish we had more time. It's like, ah. But let's, let's, let's get into it. Yeah. Well, well, thanks for having us. Thank you to, to District Governor Lloyd Campbell and District Governor Dale Quigley for mm -hmm. envisioning this and, totally. and making this yeah. happen. I think this is tr a, tremendous, a tremendous thing. And I'll put a plug in for District 59 60s midterm, uh, which is kind of our gathering here in January. is kind of a celebration, January 7th. It'll be at Hamlin University over in St. Paul. And... Uh, We'll have a booth there for Brave Angels. You can stop on by and talk to Bruce or, or myself and, and, you know, Wonderful. learn more about it. Meet them yeah. in the flesh. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing everybody. <laughs> well, and one more thing. So parting words of wisdom, one, one or two sentences for all of our listeners out there. <laughs> Be curious. Love it. Yeah, that's good. Be curious. And uh, find ways to serve. Love it. Wonderful. We are so thankful to both of you, Bruce, Ed. Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys We'll have you back on. Thank you so much for tuning in to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. 
And as a reminder, it's time to stop searching and start serving.